We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What's up, CMOS girlies? Kate and Emma here. We're going to give you the ins and outs, the juicy deets on all things health and wellness because we are clearly the most qualified trend forecasters in America. Emma, how's it going? I'm doing good. I was going to say it's doing good, but I'm doing good. Yeah, someone asked for us to do an ins and outs in Geneva. We're like, you know what? Yeah, this is fun. We haven't done a chatty episode in a moment. And so proof that we do listen to the people on the app. So if you ever have a suggestion, we're seeing, even if we may not comment on what you're saying, we do see and we take note. Yes, Um, this is a democracy here. (laughs) Um, Sorry about Geneva. We keep getting all those bots trying to sell Taylor Swift tickets. I get a lot of like direct messages on it and I'm very aware of it, but it's really archaic for me to go through and like delete these users that are spamming every room. And like we have over 7,000 people on CMOS Girlies in Geneva now, which is awesome. And Emma and I are very grateful for it, but it's kind of this tipping point of chaos where I'm kind of like, there's too many people where I'm like, what's going on here? So we love y'all and we know that there's um, scammers in there and we'll try to get them out of Geneva. Geneva with quickly yeah well it's confusing I guess for people who are curious how Geneva works for people who kind of run or monitor it like we people can either join if they're able to use a link or if people want to join through the app they have to like request to join and so Kate and I are having to accept I don't know 30 people per day and honestly sometimes I try to look into the profiles other times I'm just like sure yes accept um but yeah it's definitely feeling chaotic in there which again super grateful for and it's like cool that like people are mingling and doing that thing but I just need to be better at I think connecting with people on there I feel not like distant but I'm just like oh my god I go into that I'm like I don't even know what to do um but I'm glad you guys are all having fun and finding friends and like-minded people because that is what CMOS release is all about that's what it's all about. Um, some life updates since we last potted. The girlies were following, and some of the Arizona CMOS girlies were very much DMing me. But yes, I made a quick a quick trip out to Arizona for approximately 12 hours this past weekend for a running photo shoot with Joggy. Um, Ty Haney, former founder and CEO of Outdoor Voices, 
kind of have a personal relationship with her. She texted me this week, like, hey, you want to shoot something with Joggy? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And she's like, all right. And then just kind of sent me a flight. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to Arizona this weekend. So it was a lot of fun. I think you'll see footage like next week if you're curious. But that was a fun way to like really get my circadian rhythm off. Um, Going three hours behind, waking up at 5 a.m. to run then getting on a flight the next that same day and now I'm back in New York so I'm a little bit discombobulated but what's life if it's not fucking up your circadian rhythm every now and then right come on so true so true bestie um can't relate but yeah uh, we also had our uh CMOS girlies oh, right earth day event at pop-up grocer for people who don't know what pop-up grocer is it's like a curated grocery store um, they're really lovely people, everyone that works there. And it was fun going A to the place because I feel so far removed from like all the new wacky like vegan alternatives or all the new snacks just because I don't really pay attention to those areas in the grocery store anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like fun to see what the grillies are obsessed with and like what new cereal brands there are. Um, but we did a trash cleanup around, I was going to say Greenpoint, Greenwich Village and like West Village area. And then we had a little lunchbox and we just mingled with the people and it was so nice to see everyone we haven't done an event in a while i know there's a few people who weren't able to join because the the rsvp thing filled up but i'm sure we'll do some casual picnic once it's like a little bit warmer out but yeah it was fun to clean up trash and hang out with people and you know i think the in-person events are always very heartwarming because i'm like oh wow there's actually community and people out there and people who've met each other through cmos really so it, it definitely reminds me that what we're doing is good for the world. It's a net positive on society. Yeah, what I was going to say, like Emma and I started this podcast, a lot of the reason was because we felt alien, alien, alienated by talking about health and wellness. And I think Emma and I know that we have each other and we have this community and like people are liking the memes. So we get that feedback that it's not a weird thing anymore. But then to see people and have people like really just slip niche references, like in-person conversation, it feels really good. And also the hats. I know we got a lot of questions about merch. Like we don't have any long-term merch plans because I think I've mentioned this like a few times before whenever we've done merch. It's coming out of Emma and my bank account. Both of our banks are like about to shut down our personal bank accounts because it was getting us like 50 transactions in a day for like $20. So that's kind of why we can't do merch. Um, We just don't really have any like plans on that yet. But that being said, if you do want to see Master Girlie's hat, they are for sale on Pop-Up Grocer. They're $30. I think there's like 15 hats or something like that left. And they're available in the U.S. Sorry, International Girlies. We weren't able to get that situated. Um, But there's a little bit of merch if you want some merch, I guess. Yeah, they're really cute. I'm excited to wear mine. Um, I'm not much of a hat person, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work with this one. Yeah, we're gonna do it. It was funny when we were picking up trash because we all had our hats on. There was like a guy on a city bike, and he was like Seamoss, and I was like, Yeah, Seamoss girlies. He's like, What's that? I'm like, It's a meme page. You should look it up. And he goes, I don't have Instagram. And then he stopped for like five seconds and goes, I don't have a phone either. I was like, okay, okay. analog dude. Was this like some weird techie looking guy? Or what no, he looked very much like a normie that lives in Murray Hill, but he kind of like looked at us for a reaction and all of us were like, okay, oh, we're picking God. up trash. Like, bye. Like, I don't, I don't it's know. Really I can't funny. really just, you can't really, sorry, brother. So yeah, that was a weird thing that happened. So maybe if you get, if you get a hat or if you have a hat, if you're one of the listeners that was at the picnic, if you get any strange comments on it, please let us know what the lovely people around you say, because that's always fun. So curious about that too yeah it is a good conversation starter i know a few not a few guys i know one one man who bought a hat from us so they are definitely 
gender neutral boy approved i don't know um yeah should we get into the ins and outs or do you have any other fun quirky things to say on this podcast i've just been swimming a lot more and i think we're going to start competing my unofficial team has kind of an official team name and then team mascot and it's really really stupid um there's a guy on our team called romero and so we've been calling ourselves the romeros because it sounds like kind of i don't know intimidating but we needed a mascot and one of the people that i swim with i was having coffee with her and she was saying that actually romero is rosemary in spanish and i was like okay so that means our mascot is going to be a rosemary sprig which i think is like really funny if i were to like show up to a swim meet with like a rosemary sprig on my swim cap with my name on it um but yeah maybe i'll like share some content we start going to meets it'll probably not happen for a while but I would love to be on a little relay and do my relay relay thing. Love, love, love that for you. I think that, yeah, I saw your quirky little team name. Um, so TBD for Emma's swimming journey. That'll be a fun one. We were talking at the CMUS Girlies picnic about starting a pickleball league, but we'll let you guys know if we get into that world as well. Um, that's yeah. it for me. I've just been, you know, getting high and running and that's that's it over here. So let's get into the pot, our ins and outs, and I'll call you back and let's do this thing. Cool. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking athletic greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking athletic greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, our ins and outs. So by the time you've probably listened to this podcast, they'll be posted on Instagram, which I hope are stirring up just a lovely, lively debate in the comment section on Instagram, because as Emma and I were just saying, like in this two second little like between between the intro and now, um, we both have different social media feeds and we both have different like for you pages than you guys do. And so Emma made a comment of like, I don't even know what people are doing wellness these days. And when I was thinking of ins and outs, because obviously this is like a satirical episode, like it's kind of true. Like I think these are things are that I, that are important, but at the same time, like this is not that deep, which I hope you guys know at this point. Like we are a podcast, a commentary podcast and a meme page. So I'm very curious if everyone's going to be like, I can't believe you said this because lettuce is the only thing that's going to matter for the next year. So please, please let us know your feedback on your ins and outs too. Emma, you want to start or I can start? Yeah, I will start. Okay. This one probably comes as no surprise and I'm going to say mineral water is in. Big mineral water for the win. (laughs) It is the sophisticated quirky fun silly little beverage for the summer it is so refreshing and I don't know sometimes just after dinner I like will still have my little dessert but sometimes all that I crave is a nice crisp mineral water and you know what if you just go and treat yourself a little water go on a walk it's really pleasant I know I sound like a 90 year old hag right now saying you sound that. like you sound like Gwyneth Paltrow by saying water is a snack a little okay, bit I didn't say water is a snack I said I still love my little desserts but sometimes just like all I crave after you know a salty savory meal is something really crisp and bubbly and refreshing and for me that is a mineral water um everyone knows or if you don't know Gerlensteiner is like my favorite um Mountain Valley is like, okay, I think it's a little overrated in my personal opinion. San Pellegrino is always good. The Saratoga sparkling water is also good, the mineral one. Um, But yeah, I think if you just add a little bit of lemon to that, or you can go really crazy with making it a little mocktail situation. But mineral water for me is going to be in for the foreseeable future. And if you are someone who is also a mineral water stan, please like tag me on your Instagram stories if you get a massive freaking glass bottle of it. Love that. No, I'm not yucking your yawn by saying you can have your water thing. Um, I'm just making clear to the girlies that we're not like some Gwyneth Paltrow thing of- Oh my God, no. Yeah. I mean, I would hope people who listen to this podcast know that we're not about that vibe. But yeah, I wa- guess. Water's not Anyone a meal. Anyone can- twist my words i suppose these days no i think i just have this whole like dialogue about people how they twist it on tiktok and i'm like we are not saying that water is a snack anyone (laughs) um it is a good beverage to complement whatever else it is that you're consuming correct um my first in is kind of on that same vein which is going to be weird biohacking i put in parentheses not like a weird man and also individualized routines so my point of this is i think once you get you step your toes in the health and wellness world like when you first start you probably learn about tiktok of like oh what's this like poppy prebiotic soda or olipop or who's andrew huberman and you learn the lore of huberman but I think you reach a point where you don't really follow what other people are doing exactly. Like if you follow Dave Asprey's lifestyle, you'd be drinking MCT oil and butter and being a keto bro. If you were vegan and down that rabbit hole, you'd follow very specific protocols. And so I think once you've tapped around and tried different li- lifestyles and diets and foods and supplements, you start to realize like, I got to figure this out for myself. Like all of us have very individual Um, biology and individual reactions to certain foods and lifestyle habits. 
And so I encourage people to go down the weird biohacking route of treating your body like a science experiment and just trying new things. I think for me, when I got like, I feel like into wellness a little bit more, I would just, you know, eat the same thing for breakfast every day, eat at the same time every day, go on the same run every single day. And not like I felt like shit or I felt bad or I was looking for a change, but I was like, oh, what if I tried running at 3 p.m. versus 8 a.m. today? Let's see if I feel better or worse on my runs. Or like, oh, what if I tried eating a square of chocolate like right before or right after I eat dinner or right before bed or something like that? And I think that's a really interesting thing about wellness is to feel curious about your body and like routines you have. I think we get stuck and I think a lot of CMOS girlies are very like type A like super strict with rules and routines you have about yourself and I think it's good to break those routines like I think we've talked about it in the travel episode where like I used to get so anxious about traveling and like a control thing of like an eating disorder like habit that lingered of feeling like god what's the food that I'm gonna eat like is it gonna have olive oil or seed oil on it or am I gonna be stranded at the airport with nothing else to eat or am I not gonna be able to go on a walk or like do my workout And, you know, maybe try to not work out for three days and see what happens the next day you work out. Like I had an injury. I didn't work out for eight weeks. And then I came back and I feel like I'm a better runner now. So I encourage people to get into the weird biohacking. Think about some individual routines and just spice up your life a little bit. I like that. I think also, too, wellness can be a very creative outlet. And I think this is one way to kind of remain creative in the terms of switching up your routines and I think also too if you're super duper into health and wellness and like have been really on the bandwagon for a long time you can maybe feel very stale or stagnant I think as you mentioned in in your routines and so yeah it's always good to switch it up I feel like I'm kind of craving some sort of new thing I don't know what that is so I will keep everyone posted on that um my next thing is finding community through movement and at least for me this has been such a big game changer I feel like I've always been the type of person who's done exercise or movement kind of more on an individual basis, especially post competitive swimming, because I never really got into boutique workout classes just because I like couldn't afford them. And I always have been used to just working out in a gym and being in my own little world doing that. But I know so many people are like starting to go to run clubs and, you know, whatever other things going on bike rides with friends or like going on like hot girl walks and all that. And I know for me, joining my swimming pool and meeting the people there has been so special. And I think you can meet really unique individuals through exercise or movement because it's mostly going to be a people you've probably have never would have never, you know, met before in your life. And two, there's just like so much common ground in the sense of like, okay, we're all waking up early together to like do something good for our body. And I think that's a really great way to meet people who maybe have similar values to you because if you're someone who does enjoy going to bed early and like waking up early to do movement or you know just take care of yourself in a way that maybe most people in their 20s don't typically do it can be isolating so I think this is like a really great way to make friends or put yourself in a new environment that maybe you've never been put in before and I feel like people typically in spaces like this are so welcoming for any type of individual level but I just know for me, it's been, it's honestly been like the best thing that's happened to me probably in a very, very long time. And I just want everyone else to experience the beautiful experience that I have had. So yeah, join a run club, go play pickleball, um, sign up for basketball summer league. I don't know what your local basketball place, <laughs> whatever sport you play, find, find community if you can. And that, yeah, you can also find community outside of going to a boutique class. Cause I don't even think Oftentimes you do actually end up meeting people through those. I think people do it because they think they will, but that's not always the case. 
Yeah. Um, the boutique classes, some of them, I feel like people make friends, but I feel like there's always like clicks and stuff with it. So I think it's hit or miss, but like Emma said, summer is the perfect time to do it and there's no pressure. I think it takes the pressure off the actual workout. Like you're not worried about your fitness. You're more worried about socializing. And I think it's a lot of the times if you're working up by yourself, all you're fixated on the fitness. And so as I say before my run clubs, I always, I'm like, if you want to go and run your 5k race pace, like this is not the space for that. Like go do that when you're alone. If you're here for a community run, like you're here to talk to people and like be social. So you got to accept that. Um, my next thing on the list is a little bit different. It's a, it's a Bev. Um, I was going to make a comment about like if functional beverages are in and out and more of my broader thing is I think like specific beverages to you kind of like how ms and i have said like here's all the things we drink in a day. Like I think drinking routines are in, but I feel like people are like not as like kombucha is the thing I, I for me i love kombucha but i don't feel like it's that much of like a a force these days i feel like people like their quirky little things now and so mm-hmm. speaking of quirky little things my specific one that i've seen all over tiktok and it's starting to even become a thing that not even like cmos girly health girlies are doing like the normies are doing too and i'm happy to see the normies doing their health and wellness shit um it's like unexpected people basically what i mean by normies i'm not like judging people um tart cherry juice and magnesium before bed you guys probably know that like tart cherry juice inhibits like melatonin production or inhibits i don't know if that's the correct verb helps produce like melatonin whatever but it doesn't leave you groggy it's not actually like melatonin and then magnesium you know we don't even have to say it helps with sleep stress digestion all the thing it's a mineral that's essential in the body and most people are deficient in it and so i've been seeing on tiktok a lot of people are making like bedtime mocktails with tart cherry juice and magnesium and i think that's a fun routine and ritual to have before bed that i've been enjoying doing and so i encourage the sea muscarillies to get their their bedtime beverages on on the same page or note of beverages mine is this is not as fun but l-glutamine apple cider vinegar together i have been making that as a little digestion cocktail if you will l-glutamine is great for a digestion because actually your like digestive intestinal lining like basically uses it to basically help in creating the surface so a lot of people who maybe have leaky gut or if you look up a leaky gut protocol they often recommend l-glutamine it's also great for like muscles and all of that and then apple cider vinegar again contains some other so a lot of like good enzymes for digestion and there's a lot of research and evidence showing that taking i think it's like a tablespoon of vinegar before a meal can help reduce the glucose spike and so yeah i've been combining these together and i feel like the l-glutamine weirdly kind of cools off the the taste of the vinegar so if you're kind of spooked out by drinking vinegar water like a lot of men in my life are i think it's a little bit more approachable but that's been my little unique concoction for for recently love that for you the next one is sunlight um a super basic um you know one that I think the girlies, if you listen to Huber Men, get your 15 minutes of sun. I feel like we've been harping on that uh, in the CMOS girly universe. But I think, you know, when you think about all wellness things, we often talk about the unsexy ones like sleeping and movement throughout the day and just eating vegetables mostly throughout your day. And sunlight is one that is affordable that you can go and do and that there's no excuse not to do i saw a funny tiktok a few weeks ago of someone laying in the sun for like 30 minutes and it was like think i've cured my depression and it was obviously a joke but 
There's a lot of benefits about vitamin D and getting it and make sure you're wearing sunscreen before you go and sit out in the sun. And if it's a cloudy day, yes, you can still get your morning sunlight in, even though it's not direct sunlight. But I think that's one that um, people should take more consideration of because it is uh, free, as I said, as long as Mother Nature, Mother Nature, Mother Nature is not playing around. Yeah, I guess for me, also sunlight, but also just early mornings in general. I'm naturally an early morning person, and I know a lot of people who say that they wish they were early morning people, and I do think there is so many benefits to, A, starting your day early and having a little life before work, and also, this kind of ties back into sunlight, you get to catch the sunrise, you get to have your nice sunlight, you can have a good morning walk and really start off your day kind of in a more calm and peaceful state versus feeling super duper rushed in the mornings, um, Early mornings will always be in for me because I am a crazy early morning person. Like I, it's really bad. Actually, I've been waking up at like 545 on the weekends, which is not something that I'm super obsessed with, but that's just how the body rolls, I guess, these days. Um, but yeah, if you're an early morning person, definitely take pride in it. I think a lot of people who aren't get very jealous. So definitely feel like definitely brag about it. And then lastly, I have eating 30 different foods throughout the week. I think Kate has talked about this a lot tremendously, but I have noticed that I've just been eating the same stuff every single day, or I just like buy the same vegetables throughout the week. It's like cucumbers, potatoes, arugula. And I'm like, Emma, we got to switch it up here. So I've been diversifying my different intake of food and vegetables, nuts, seeds, fruits, protein, you name it. The reason that this is super beneficial is that there's been a lot of studies showing that People who eat, I think, around at least 30 different foods throughout the course of the week have the most diverse gut microbiome. So if you kind of want to take your gut microbiome to the next level, maybe buy eggplant one day, maybe swap out your cauliflower for broccoli. I don't know. It's the world's your oyster. Do whatever you want. Floats your boat. But I just think it's, yeah, nice to kind of diversify the foods. It makes you excited about eating, I think, when you get a taste new vegetables and different textures. And if you're someone who's like taking your probiotic but eating the same stuff all the time, you may not be actually doing that much help for your gut. So just something to keep in mind. Yes. Um, on that point, I think if you don't know how to cook a vegetable, one thing you can do is look at restaurants and like see what their pairings are. Like if you don't know how to cook asparagus, look at what a few restaurants in your city do. Like, do they put feta cheese on it? Do they put walnuts on it? Like what oils and glazes do they use? Because I think that's a fun way because I often catch myself just dipping shit in hummus. While that's delicious, it's not that exciting for my taste palate. And I feel like I'm just eating my food and like, meh, that wasn't like enjoyable. So look at restaurants if you need inspo. Um, now for our outs, now for us to be haters. Mine are not even like haters. It's more like, I feel like these are good things that we're saying are out, you know? Um, so my first one is that in identifying your lifestyle with a label, like paleo or vegan, etc. Um, I think more of it is like feeling like you have to identify with a label. I think a lot of people feel a pressure of like fitting into a box and feeling like you quote, have like a community or something like that. Um, free yourself of labels. I know a lot of people that were vegan and I think Emma and I like for a bit and a lot of people I follow on the internet, like YouTubers and people that made particularly like vegan content. I think they had this like space of transitioning of kind of like, I'm a vegan, but I eat eggs or I'm a vegan, but I eat butter or I'm a vegan, but I eat this on certain days. And what's the point in having a label? 
Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I think people like to obviously identify with a group and feel like you have community and stuff, but I don't know unless it is vegan from like an ethical perspective, I get that, but I don't know why you have to feel like you identify with whole 30. If you do whole 30, like awesome, love that for you. But I know the labels can be stressful for a lot of people. And I think you should allow yourself to be really free flowing with food, especially a lot of the girlies who have come from eating disorder past. Like you don't need to come from an eating disorder and then have a new identity that causes you to like demonize or fear certain foods. And I think that's something that's really important to take the stress off of eating. Like for me, for example, with running, before running, I've started to just eat like chocolate chips and like walnuts and honey. And like the other day I was eating like those M&Ms, those unreal snacks before running. And for a while I was like, oh my God, like I'm just eating so much sugar. Like what am I doing? But then I was like, what matters? Like me thinking that I need to go eat like a banana because that's like a quote healthy runner food. If I don't want to eat a fucking banana, I don't need to do that. And so allow yourself to like you know, you don't have to eat this many meals a day or don't have to eat this many snacks a day. Like play around with it, break the rules and be free of the weird labels that we live in. For sure. Also just make social situations easier too. If yeah. you don't put a label on like how you eat because then you're not like only being able to eat at vegan restaurants or whatnot. And you can like actually have fun when you're eating out with people. Uh, for me, for my first out is fasting, especially for prolonged periods. I think for the longest time, there was not enough research or not enough talk on like podcasts or social media about, I think the dangers or the negative health consequences for women, especially fasting for prolonged periods of time. If you are menstruating, especially if you're also a very active individual as well, fasting can have, I think, very beneficial results for certain people at certain times in their lives. However, I do feel like we all probably did some sort of like time-restricted eating, intermittent fasting, 16, 8, 24, what, not 20, no one was probably, probably most of you listening probably haven't done a 24-hour fast. I hope you haven't, but you get what I mean. And I feel like I've been seeing so much more research on, or a lot more people speaking out about like, okay, you shouldn't be fasting for probably more than 12 hours, especially if you are someone who exercises in the mornings, if you're going to be fasting and like working out on an empty stomach, like that's just so much stress on your bodies. And I know for me, I think in the past, I'd always get mad at myself if I got like hungry right before bed, or if I was like super duper hungry right upon waking up. And I now have realized like, no, Emma, this is like good. It's like good a that your like body is like a recognizing that it needs fuel and that it's hungry. It's like good that your body is seeking out fuel in the morning because you did just go probably eight hours with fasting. So it makes sense that your body would want food. And like, I let myself now to like have a little snack before bed if I'm like truly hungry, just because I notice that like I sleep a lot better. But yeah, I think like Kate said, kind of taking yourself and like not putting yourself in a box. I don't think you should do the same in terms of like when you should and shouldn't eat. And you should really just listen to your hunger cues, which I totally get is a lot easier said than done, especially when you may have really fucked up hunger cues from suppressing your appetite for the longest of time with like eating disorders um but yeah I just think it's good to let yourself feel free with food and eating and all of that amen um the next point I have is kind of the same vein I feel like my outs are all like super broad it's not like 
out um water is out like i don't have a specific thing in terms of like a food or a lifestyle because i'm not going to demonize what people do but i think caring about what other people eat is a concept that i really was thinking about um after i saw like a tiktok video about how strange it is that we ask every single celebrity what like what they eat and i know why we do it because we care about celebrities thinness we care about their appearance we like care about that because it tells us a lot about them and i feel like i'm reading this book called fit nation which i've mentioned before about um, by Nat- natalia petra who's a Parsons professor, talks about exercise culture in the U.S. And it's interesting because a lot of people used to be afraid of exercise in the U.S. in like the early 1900s because they were like, actually, it was supposed to be like a homosexual activity, as it said in the book. And then secondly, um, people were like, well, why would I care about my body image? Like, I don't understand that. And then it, after time, like uh, JFK made it to be a virtuous thing. Like you were a disciplined person. There was moral value if you cared about your body. And so when I think it comes to food, I've just been thinking, I'm like, yeah, why do we care about food? Like if you've done enough health and wellness literature and understanding, you know that if you eat the same diet as someone else, you're not going to get the same outcomes. So we still, but we still have all of this content and we know it leads young women down to the rabbit whole of having eating disorders and comparative things and those things live with you forever and i just think like the gwyneth paltrow bone broth shit when that went live the best comment i saw about it was like why did the interviewer ask what she eats in a day like that's the question that like led to this whole thing and if you didn't ask that we wouldn't be where we are now so i think that's one thing obviously this goes without saying of commenting on what people eating is fucked up too so don't do that like offline like in personal things but i think just the caring about what people eat has just always been like strange to me like we're all gonna have our own little things and quirks and weird rules and foods we hate and love so just just lay off it kids lay off it um next is scrolling before bed this is one that i think we all know we shouldn't be doing it's so so hard i just feel like my eyes at the end of the day are just like rotting in my fucking head because i just am like on my phone after being on the computer for nine hours a day and i just i hate how it makes me feel but also at the same time i don't have an attention span to read because social media and tiktok and all of that um but even if it's just for me lately i've been like really trying to be good at like not being on my phone at least 30 minutes or 45 minutes before going to bed and sometimes I just stare at the ceiling and I just I'll just stare at the ceiling before it's time for me to fall asleep or just like doing like mobility stretches and like not even having my phone in the room I've been getting back into the routine of reading it's really hard for me to get back into it after I've fallen off of it I'm sure that's like a universal feeling but yeah scrolling on before bed we're all figuring that out for rest of 2023 god yeah um i hope so uh the next one i have is avoiding or demonizing food groups this kind of ties into my earlier ones but i feel like a lot of quote diet stuff for a long time was like carbs are the worst fats are the worst protein is the worst like gotta only eat certain food groups and it's so crazy to see how the pendulum swings and different media fingers and fingers figures and celebrities like go towards certain ones and once again this is like a mental thing that fucks up so many people and i know that i had that for a while like i think when i first heard about like ketosis and carbs and sugar and insulin i was not like down the rabbit hole of carbs are bad and gonna make you fat but i was like oh my god i can't eat honey because i'm gonna have a glucose spike um like when the glucose goddy goddess is that her name like when she came out with a glucose goddy is really funny it's like baddie and goddess combined (laughs) sorry everyone my speech 
switches off. Um, but I know it's just so hard to feel like, like stuck, like, oh my God, I can't eat fat because I'm a low fat vegan and I have to eat bananas and be on banana Island with freely. And it just sucks because all of us like deep down know that like your meals should be balanced. They should have all the nutrients. It should be like diverse amounts of foods. You shouldn't be restricting entire food groups. And I feel like even the people that are like paleo people or keto people, they still kind of get stuck in demonizing like carbs and fats and protein. And I just think the average person probably like the average person, once again, if you have like insulin issues or you have this specific issue and you have to be on a certain diet and you can't eat gluten because you are gluten-free and you will have a flare-up, I get you. But I'm saying the average person person shouldn't be like focused on like fearing certain food groups yeah completely agree I feel like I have that similar issue with when I discovered ketosis and keto as well and now I definitely eat a lot more carbs and I feel a lot more better about my body and energy levels so if you're someone who maybe feels lethargic bro maybe maybe just eat some goddamn potatoes yeah um Next, I have avoiding exercise you love because wellness influencers told you it will make you bulky. I just think you should really do any type of exercise that you gravitate towards and that makes you happy and fulfilled. I think for the longest time on social media, we all saw that like, oh, you should only do Pilates and like low impact stuff. And like everyone in my fucking life, I swear to God, like only does Pilates and only talks about that. And so I feel like in certain social situations, I like can't really relate to any of the conversations about that type of stuff. And I kind of have come to the point where it's like, no, I do actually enjoy higher intensity stuff. I actually like pushing myself. I enjoy being out of breath and I don't care if, you know, that is going to like mean that I have like elevated cortisol or that like I'm going to have like a bulkier look versus like this lean aesthetic. And, you know, exercise is so personal and we all have, you know, different needs and wants when it comes to that. And even with like food and health and diet that you should just do what you crave and not let these silly people who have most for the most part no credibility telling you what you should and shouldn't do and I think it sucks that exercise is still so much rooted in in aesthetics and like the body image I you would think we'd be past that by now but that is clearly not the case and I think a lot of people push Pilates and when they're talking about oh when I swapped weightlifting for Pilates this is how my body changed and like you can tell they obviously have been enjoying it because they're like a much thinner person and I don't know I just think it's like a very dangerous thing to push that that type of ideology on people yeah it's like if you have something that sticks and you actually enjoy doing it be grateful for that and also a lot of us like you're not you're we're not none of our bodies are going to be preserved in like the national museum of history right like if my cortisol levels are a little bit elevated and I go to my grave like so be it, you know, unless it's a life-threatening thing. I'm pretty sure if you're moving your body, like, that will probably be a good thing. Um, the mo- negatives are probably going to be coming from doing too much, not too little of it. Yeah. And then my last one is making wellness routines or habits more complicated than they need to be. I just know when I was in college, I was doing all this, like, wacky shit. And now I have, like, three things in my routine. I'm like, wow, I don't even know how I had the time, energy, or money to do half the things I used to do. But I think, like, so many people feel the pressure of incorporating all these crazy habits again because you see it on tiktok and like these i get i swear to god like five videos a day on tiktok and it's like five wellness habits that like changed my life and it's just like the most bizarre fucking shit it's like sitting on my fucking needle mat for 30 eating minutes a green and, like, apple at 8 a.m yeah and it's like drinking my chlorophyll black water smoothie and i'm like what the hell are we doing out here people um at the end of the day people just just drink some fucking water take 
a multivitamin and go to bed at fucking 9.45 and you'll live, okay? Like, that is all you need to do. I'm de-influencing people. Like, don't buy the stupid shit. You don't need to do a million things. Um, I just feel like for me, I feel like I can, like, live more life and be more in the moment because I'm not, like, looking at my watch and being like, oh my god, it's, like, 3.30 time for me to do my little bone broth meditation (laughs) sound bath. (laughs) Any buzzword that you, like, have ever seen. Time um, for me to rub some sea moss on my ass and get on with my <laughs> like, day. what the hell? Sea moss o'clock. Yeah, girlies. Um, cut the bullshit. Like you'll find over time as you like treat your body like a science experiment and do more things that some things will work for you and some things will truly give you no benefit. And like you will see no noticeable differences in doing so. Um so yeah, yeah like every like almost like everything. <laughs> yeah, most things don't help. For me, it's like yeah. foam rolling, magnesium protein running like i don't know my body doesn't know if i got alfalfa sprouts or not or not so i'm not gonna like beat myself up over that my body doesn't know if i took maca powder or not yeah um anyways emma and i are almost running out of time here but thank you for listening to our lovely ins and outs we hope you enjoyed yeah and i want to know what your ins and outs we are do. I hope people start fighting in the comments that would be fun we haven't had any aggressive commenters lately i know maybe we need to pivot to making controversial memes like my only point of controversy is always just like making a meme about veganism like i don't have any others but yeah or or if you do something i don't don't even know like sweet potatoes are better than regular potatoes or something yeah (laughs) anyways pleasure to pod with you dog um thanks for listening see my girlies like comment subscribe leave us a rating an apple all that stuff and we will talk to you next tuesday bye illy The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com